This is the Sibling Library Podcast. You will know when to start listening when you hear the chimes ring like this. Let's begin now. Welcome to Chapter 12 of Sibling Library, the podcast where we read, share, and repeat. I am Megan. I'm Katie. I'm Julia. I'm Jean. And I'm Bruce. (laughs) Yes, that's right. We have our parents on this very special episode. We are actually recording this on Father's Day, so we're all together in the same room, which is crazy. After this year of COVID, it's really cool. Um, Today we're going to be talking about, just talking to mom and dad about how they helped us become the readers that we are today. Um, We just wanted to hear some old memories and stuff like that. So here we go. Can I add something to that? I realized on my way over here, not only are we recording on Father's Day, but this episode will air on our mother's birthday. Yes, that is also accurate. Happy birthday, mom. (laughs) Happy birthday, mom. And happy Father's Day, dad. Thank you. Yeah. And we're recording this so early because by the time this airs, I'll be married. Woohoo! Congrats all around. Thanks. <laughs> I think Katie's the only one excited. <laughs> like... We're just minding our P's and Q's over here. <laughs> oh, I see. They're on their best behavior. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I have some questions, but before we get started, was there anything you guys wanted to say just about how you guys feel about books? Go ahead, Jean. No, you go first. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've always and I've always uh, appreciated books, but I've never been a good reader. And in school, I don't think I ever finished a single book for a report for a book report. Um, rarely did my textbook reading would always like for anything that had answers to it I'd read the questions and then go find the answers almost never read the chapters I think until that I might got be to college and then I actually read most of the stuff that I was supposed to read but oh I was school. super the opposite oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> so I had mom read the textbooks and find the answers for me in high school. <laughs> Darn, I was going to embarrass you later with that one. Ha, beat ya. <laughs> but I was going to say one, one more thing about my reading. And the first book that I ever read all the way through was in the junior, junior year. And I read it in one day. Junior year of high school, I had the flu. And I was home from school. And I read Catcher in the Rye from start to finish in one day. That's such a boy book. I couldn't stand that. Book. <laughs> it really is. I can't. I can't stand that book either. I don't think I've ever tried reading that one, but that's always been my impression as well. Is that it's it's very much a a relatable book, more from the the male side of the house than the female side of the house. Mm-hmm. Probably. That may be overgeneralizing, but it seems to be the consensus in a lot of cases. Yeah. So, mom, how do you feel about books? Well, I'm very much like dad. We got massive amounts of homework um, much I'm not going to say more rigorous time in class because that's not necessarily true but always massive amounts of homework um, by the time I was done with school done with my homework I did not want to pick up a book that was that it was TV time I mean heck we were about what nine or ten when color TV came out 
And that's what you wanted to do. You that was did, the bee's knees. Yes. You You're, did not want to read a book. So, um, and I, I was kind of the same way with book reports. Um, every year I went to Catholic school and we'd be given like five book reports to do. You could redo them on any book. And same thing. Okay, I read enough to get a book report. <laughs> and then finally in sixth, sixth grade, I was honest. I told Sister Alice Joseph, I did not read a book this summer, Sister. And she just looked horrified. And then I thought, darn, I should have done it in fifth grade because Sister Teresa Francis used to giggle at everything. She would have thought, finally an honest student. But I missed my opportunity. <laughs> but yeah, and same thing in high school. Massive amounts of homework. You did not want to pick up a book for entertainment after that. You looked like you had something you wanted to throw in there, Julia. I was just going to say that they were kind of grew up in the generation of television, so yes, it makes sense absolutely. that they would be more enthralled with that than... We watched Mickey Mouse Club, of course. We watched it on repeats, but we watched it all the time. Right? Mm-hmm. 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 My sister watched Dark Shadows, <laughs> and I went and played the drums. <laughs> nice. <laughs> While she was watching? Yeah. Just to annoy her. All right, so kind of what I'm curious about, knowing that neither one of you were like super into reading, sounds like not even so much for pleasure. Like you read the bare minimum that you had to at school and you didn't read a whole lot past that. Um, Was it an intentional thing that you turned us into readers? Like did you guys plan when you talked about how you wanted to raise us, was that something you intentionally thought of? She assumes we talked about how we were going to raise us. <laughs> no, we, um, we read, of course, the baby books, what happens when you're pregnant and then what happens like for the first four years, and understood the importance of language. In fact, I'm always happy when I see that first California First Five commercial sing to your baby, talk to your baby, look at your baby, because it makes a difference. So I, being intentional with that, when you were really little, I'd sit on the bed with my knees up and I'd have your face and my face uh, facing each other and I'd sing to you as bad as I sing and I'd count <laughs> things and nursery rhymes I remembered or whatever. Um, and then it's exciting when you're big enough that you can turn the baby around and the baby can start to touch things and see things on their own. So that's when we had a few board books, but the talking always, always continued. Mm-hmm. Colors, numbers, shapes, uh, letters, Animals. all of that. So our intention, I think, was more just to have you ready to read when you got to school and then let the professionals take over. <laughs> <laughs> Like Megan. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. I don't know how to teach kids how to read. That's a really intimidating thought to me. Um, I more get them once they know how to read and then, or at least once they have their phonics down, and then help them analyze what they've read. That's my wheelhouse. Um, So if it wasn't so much an intentional thing like how do you think we became readers or what types of memories do you have of us with books as kids and we apologize listeners if you hear arcadia in the background (laughs) his name is oswald and he's very excited to have us all in the same room (laughs) 
I think, uh, well, to answer that question, I think it's it's hard. I think it was more each of you reacted to books, and it was um, it was a, it was always a good reaction. So we. Oh, Dad! <laughs> <laughs> Can take a second. Okay, he's proud of his girls. Mm. I I'll think back. Of course, Katie had the least amount of books to choose from. So I, the one I remember with Katie was Katie the kitten. Do you remember that, Kate? I don't remember Katie that one. Katie the kitten, a small tiger cat. She's asleep oh, in the hole. All now I do. Up in a hat. Yeah. She's awake now. Just watch her up on the stairs and. Katie goes through a series of things, and then it ends up with Katie the kitten, small tiger cat. She's asleep in the hall, all <laughs> curled up in a hat. Oswald, right on cue with that, jumped yes. up into Dad's lap. <laughs> and, um, with Julia, Julia was a little different. Uh, Julia was my one who would run away from me and disappear and scare the heck out of me. So... <laughs> Noisy Nora just came in perfect because Noisy Nora <laughs> hated her little brother and was always. Hey, I didn't hate away. my little sister. But what, well, you you were spur of the moment. You didn't have a plan most of the time when you ran off. But um, <laughs> if the the recurring thing that would happen in that book is Nora would say, "I'm leaving and I'm never coming back," and all you hear is a tra la la from Jack. <laughs> And, but of course, with each child, you collect more and more books. Um, Julia had enough books that that Megan to, didn't need any. That True. we used to call her Marion the Librarian because she'd carry big stacks of books around, and then she would make roadways, roadways, and designs and all kinds of things in the living room, and then walk across them. So Julia had different uses for books besides just reading. So I'm hearing one of the strategies you, you came across was really finding stories and, and types of books that you knew each of your children would relate to. Um, and one thing I can remember as a child as how you used books to motivate me was with the Little Miss books. Mm -hmm. I really remember being excited about that when I was learning how to sleep in my own bed Every time that I slept in my own bed, I'd wake up the next morning with a new Little Miss book on my on my bedside table. So that was that was something that that eased me into that um, and nice got me excited bribe. about a nice nice little bribe. But still, it was <laughs> you know it was it was a healthy one. You know, it wasn't yes. like you were bribing me with junk food or exactly. screen yeah. time or anything yeah. like that. It was it was something that was going to be enriching to me. And it was something that I found really exciting and valuable, and it, it truly motivated me. We still have all the little Miss books upstairs. Yeah. For anybody that doesn't know what those are, they're, they're, there's a different Little Miss book for different attributes, like Little Miss little Splendid. Miss, little Miss Bossy Boots. Little Miss Bossy Boots. <laughs> little Miss Sunshine. Little Miss... Uh, chatterbox <laughs> little chatterbox yeah i don't know how well they would stand up to um oh they're still the very popular of, of like gender norms today hopefully they're a little bit more progressive than they used to be they but, still print them and people yeah. check them out all the time yeah all the little miss and little men books i tried to google to see who the author was and i the only th I, I googled little miss books author and what it brought up was mr men by Roger Hargreaves. It's, this, it's the same. Is it the same author? Okay. I believe so. so. If you're looking for a 
good series that maybe, yeah, isn't about shattering gender norms. Um, it's Mr. Men and Little Miss by Roger Hargreaves. So there was a book that I think all three of you had as infants almost. And I don't know if you remember, but it was Pat the Bunny. Oh, yes. Yeah. You remember the Pat the Bunny book? <laughs> I think we had a couple of copies because it was well-loved. Oh, yeah. I especially well-loved. remember our home video of Julia reading Pat the Bunny. Was that <laughs> Blackfist? <laughs> that one? Okay. <laughs> yeah, that was one we all shared. I also remember um, the, the I, I don't, I think it was just with me. I don't know if, if Julia or Megan had either of these, but there was a book that you were able to customize and put my name into oh yeah i remember that feeling really really cool because i re- i legitimately thought as a three or four year old that that book was written about me yes. and that, <laughs> that was a complicated thing you couldn't email or anything then i don't even remember how we yeah i remember the book i don't remember the process though yeah i don't i'm not sure I rem- maybe there was there was email back then no it was probably a mail-in thing yeah, yeah could probably yeah i think we have several of them but i don't remember the names of them uh, there's yeah. like two both with katie or Catherine. Yeah. i remember getting one for me and it was pocahontas themed i think for my i don't remember what grade i was in when i had a pocahontas birthday party but you got me one of those for that and i thought it was really cool mm-hmm I ha- there's one with Julia in it, but it wasn't one of those special ones. It was just a book that the character's name was Julia, and she mm-hmm. had a blanket, which I never had a blanket. So yeah, and you were a princess, <laughs> so you were disappointed. Yes. <laughs> Still have the book though. Yeah, I don't remember any special books that Megan and I shared, probably because by then Katie was reading. Because she was, was number reading. three. <laughs> we had plenty yeah. accumulated. Yes, and there were a lot, but. Megan remembers one, I'm sure, that Bruce, that Dad used to read. I was thinking about this one, too. Hank the Cow Doll. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and there was a couple things that were memorable about that, besides being fun books. They, uh, the intent was to, that, that at bedtime I would read a chapter or two and that Megan would go off to sleep. And most of the time, before we got finished with the first chapter, Dad was snoring in the chair. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Megan, get back up. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, let's get rid of Dad. Let's have him read to us. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Put that be put Dad away, and then we can do other things. Yeah. But uh, then I also I tried to do voices for it too. And that was, was the best part. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember any of them now, other than the vultures, and I don't know how to do them anymore. I think you just threw a southern accent on everything. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. but it was fun. That's a a fun series for kids to share with their parents. Yeah, I remember hearing you both laugh over that one quite a bit. (laughs) Yeah, I don't, and I don't know that I remember us ever actually finishing it because I think we got stuck on this one chapter that made us laugh so much that we just kept reading that one chapter. But it didn't accomplish putting you to sleep. No. (laughs) No. Mm -mm. So we've kind of talked about all the books that you guys enjoy remembering reading with us as kids or experiencing with us as kids, but were there any that you remember really not liking? Like you saw us bring that book over to you and being like, okay. (laughs) I bet mom got real tired of reading me Once Upon a Potty. (laughs) (laughs) 
It worked, though. Yeah. <laughs> and went and went and went and went and went. There's just an entire page of and went and I went. I thought it was and sat. And sat oh, yeah. and sat and sat. I suppose going and went amazing. would have been Julian knew if troubling. you skipped this yeah. one sat. <laughs> right. She would try to do three or four. It's like, oh, no, no. There's way more on page. there. She had to... She probably didn't read them all, but she had to, every line, her finger had to go under. So at least we <laughs> could keep track. <laughs> Sorry, Mom. Wonder where I get it. <laughs> so which book was it, Julia, that I got really mad because you wanted me to read the title page? The, the publishing page right down to the, the USP number to, or ISBN number to the table of contents. Which one was that? It was a Disney book. I forget what it was called. The Disney storybook or something. Like a collected yeah. book. Yeah. We never, I don't think I've ever actually read that whole book because of all the fights that happened. We never got past that <laughs> copyright page. Oh, boy. <laughs> What about, um, how, did you get tired of Snuggle? <gasps> they didn't have I to read that to that. us. No, that, was a, that was an audio was book. An audio, yeah. Oh, mom loved it when we played with those because we left her the heck alone. <laughs> <laughs> but that one found its way into the car. I remember that having to be with us on the car and it was on repeat. So yeah. as a kid. Didn't that tape break? Nope. All of a sudden one day. No, we still have that. <laughs> we should digitize that. <laughs> snuggle, snuggle, come on, cuddle up. Okay. That's yeah, that's enough. <laughs> I have zero recollection of this. I bet you would. I bet you would remember it. If, it was if snuggle. We to it. it was an audiobook oh, created. Like snuggle the, the the detergent, detergent, the laundry detergent, the, the detergent, detergent story detergent. about the bear. It was a fabric, fabric, softener. fabric softener. softener. Yeah. <laughs> his whole own little book. I do remember that Katie and Julia made an audiobook for me for one of my birthdays. We did. You did. Do you have this somewhere? I, I don't, don't remember that at all. It's it's on a cassette tape and you read something and you changed one of the characters' names to be my name. That was definitely a Katie oh, idea. Yeah. I remember loving it. Do you remember? I vaguely remember doing that now, but I don't remember what story we read. I would I think I was got the inspiration from those books that we were talking about earlier where, mm -hmm. you know, our, my name was inserted into it. I remember that being really cool for me, so I wanted to recreate that for you. Yeah. So if you come across a tape or a box of old cassette tapes, I would guess it's in the bonus room somewhere. That's where I remember... Okay. Yeah. Going to get it Maybe to listen to it. Play a clip on a future episode. Yeah. Find, Lord. find it. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't soup from a sausage skewer, though. <laughs> <laughs> Thank goodness. Does anybody remember the book on the road from the red van? Yep. We've it, talked about that puppy. Yeah. Did you? We oh, have, okay. but we'd love, love to, to hear it, it from your perspective. Well, yeah. I just remember. I mean, we always had books in the car when we went somewhere. It was the, that was from the Disney collection? Was it? Yeah. The thing, and and what happened obviously was that they, somebody had the book up on the window that, that slides open, <laughs> and it slipped out. <laughs> and I don't know how far we went before it oh, became no, we apparent. Oh no, we knew immediately. Okay. Katie was very very upset that the book had fallen out of the car, and it was on a fairly busy road. And we found it with no problem. 
Yeah. <laughs> or tire tracks, as I remember. Oh, no, there are definitely tire tracks oh, on there. Oh, yeah. got run over. Okay, so it, it suffered some damage, but it Still readable. Was, yeah. was recovered from the road. <laughs> Fortunately, it wasn't raining, right? That, yeah, that might have made it a little bit more worse for the wear. Okay. <laughs> and on a, another did, uh, Disney cassette type thing you guys have to remember mouser size right yes mm-hmm. oh yeah now that did not have a book with it i don't believe no i think we might have borrowed it from somebody and you just recorded the yeah i remember doing that with, with you though <laughs> I, we would put on like like um leg warmers and sweatbands <laughs> and t- yeah. Style. yeah yeah okay <laughs> i remember doing that with you <laughs> you've been mouser-sized <laughs> megan you don't remember any of those books not mm-hmm. not any of them we definitely played with them together mouser-sized books no not mouser-sized the, just the the tapes in general the read-along um. Yeah, I guess I remember those. I remember like that's the, where we got the, the inspiration. Sound. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's where. Yeah, for anybody that didn't catch it, <laughs> our set, our chime in between segments is like the read along books. Mm-hmm. Don't come at us, Disney. <laughs> that's not just a Disney thing. It's, it's our own chime. Show. We made it ourselves. Just inspired by that. Yeah. <laughs> That's all the questions I had, actually. Did you guys have any other memories or anything that you wanted to talk about? Well, I, I wanted to ask you guys something, too, about maybe who was your favorite teacher. I know what made probably made you all become voracious readers, and all of you, even though you're different ages, would be J.K. Rowling. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, she turned on a whole bunch of kids to reading long books and waiting for the next one. Um, but which teachers did you have? And was it Accelerated Reader? What was it in school that made you want to continue reading? Well, for me, it definitely was not Accelerated Reader. That had the opposite effect on me because knowing that I'm going to be tested at the end just made me very anxious and didn't help with retention. So at plus, I was a little bit older when Accelerated Reader came out. That was more probably beneficial for Megan or not beneficial I don't know uh, well I'll, I'll let you finish your what you're gonna say first before. um but yeah JK Rowling probably I, again I was a little bit older but that was the series that more or less made me want to keep reading because that was and we've talked about this before it was just such a fun reading experience that I wanted to try other things because before then I was pretty much exclusively just Nancy Drew and getting tired of basically reading the same mystery every <laughs> every time. For me, um, Accelerated Reader didn't come in until I was in the fifth grade. And by that point, I think I was in the second grade when they started California star testing with the No Child Left Behind and all that stuff, second or third grade, I don't know. But I was already groomed to take those types of tests um, and already knew that I was good at them, so taking the quiz at the end didn't scare me. Um, but I think my first really getting into reading 
That was a wonderful sentence. <laughs> English teacher. For an English teacher. But you completed it. She's on summer vacation. It's, it's I okay. am on summer vacation. Um, my first memory of really being like encouraged to read or wanting to find my next book and knowing what I was going to read before I finished what I was currently reading was when I was in the third grade. Um, Mrs. Ash, and I don't know if she had these books available to us, but I got into Roald Dahl somehow, essentially is what it was. And I started reading Roald Dahl books um, and read those nonstop, as many as I could get my hands on. And then fourth grade, I got into the Anastasia Krupnik books. um, And then also towards the end of fourth grade, that's when Harry Potter started. Um, So I was already kind of on that path to becoming a a voracious reader before Harry Potter, but Harry Potter got me into series more so than just. I mean, Anastasia Krupnik is kind of a series, but it's kind of like Nancy Drew in that the books don't really series. build on each other. No, um, it's is it a mystery? No, it's not. It's more kind of like Ramona type, mm. except the main character is a little older. I just remember thinking all of the covers looked really funny. <laughs> Mrs. McKeever remembered that you loved those books. She had an opportunity to get more. She got more. Yeah. Yeah. So Mrs. Ash definitely. And Mrs. Ash, I remember my third grade teacher would have like conversations with us, like book talks about what we're reading, what we like about what we're reading, not just about what, um, what, not just comprehension based questions, you know, like asking for my opinion about them. And I remember that helping as well. Um, and then, yeah, Miss McKeever had those Anastasia Krupnik books available. And then Mr. McDevitt, by the time AR came around, he was already, <laughs> gotta love Mr. McDevitt, but he <laughs> was, <laughs> he liked to find. He's a fun guy. He was a fun guy. <laughs> <laughs> he definitely liked to find, and I can definitely appreciate this now being a teacher, but uh, he appreciated the things that made teaching easy for him. And Accelerated Reader is definitely one of those things that makes tracking and accountability of independent reading easy for the teacher. I guess we can't talk about accelerated reading without talking about sustained silent reading, SSR. That's what I had, because I I did not have accelerated reading. I was going to rattle off a lot of the same teachers that Megan just just listed, because that's all three of us went through the same elementary school. And I remember all, all of my teachers being very supportive of, of my reading. I also remember just being very excited to read and I I think I don't know if this is a first ch- an oldest child thing but I really liked the um the satisfaction of finishing a book and then getting to tell you guys that I finished it and getting you know encouragement and congratulations from you I, I loved the validation of that so that that's really what motivated me to to keep reading and and read more um, but yeah, all of the teachers that, that we had, and you, you mentioned Mrs. Ash, Mrs. McKeever, Mr. McDevitt, I had Miss um, Silverglate. Silverglate in second grade, Miss Dobrzynski in first grade, Miss um, Lopez in third grade, and, and all of them were very supportive of the whole process. And then I remember having a teacher in, mid, in well, it was junior high when I went through it, but middle school for most people in middle school now in, in, the, in the district that we're in, Miss um, Mitchell Wise was... I think the first te- the first teacher I had that really um, really delved into not just the mechanics of reading, but how to read for content and meeting and um, 
and, and reading more as an adult, I think, um, was, was a, another teacher that I would mention for myself, my seventh grade English teacher. Nice. So I have a question. Go for it. I I might have two questions. Or no, I have one question and a comment. Um, I don't know which one of you, if all, or maybe just one or a couple of you, but anyway, (laughs) (laughs) there was a series of books called Amelia Bedelia. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Was that everybody? Yeah. Yeah, I remember Amelia Bedelia. I remember that series too, so I, I just wanted to mention that. That was something that went through here, and that was important that we got those. I think we mostly got them from the library though, right? We have several. No, we probably Did we buy some of them? yeah. There were PTA book fairs. We could have had a bunch of them from there. I okay. think Miss Silverglade was the start of that one. I don't know why I think of her with Amelia Bedelia. Yeah, not it's probably the about that age magic level, magic school bus. Because she looks like the Miss Frizzle. Miss oh, yes, Silverglade looks like right. Miss Frizzle. I got yeah. it wrong. <laughs> and then yes. the other comment is definitely Julia. And Julia had a very specific book. Whenever we had a bad storm or something difficult happened in the house. (laughs) The windy book? The windy book. Are you going to cry again? Which was was Robert Louis Stevenson's A A Child's Garden of Verses. So it was a poem in that book. It was a poem, and I liked the illustrations in it as well. I forgot about that. And we have all of these books upstairs still, so. Yes. In our museum. Yes. <laughs> they're, they're tucked away. We can't get at any of them, though. As I arrived today, I, I commented to Mom that every time I come over, it's, it looks like there's even more books. <laughs> you guys have been doing some moving around of things, and that's probably why. But we yeah. we have a healthy amount of books in this house. Yeah. Books, a bunch of books have come off of their, uh, their perch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. we're trying to reorganize. Which but, is why it looks like more. But. Yeah. Um, did you want to have another comment or something about um, sustained silent reading? I think I interrupted your thought on that, Mom. Uh, no, it's just before accelerated reading, there was sustained silent reading. And mm-hmm. I, I, and Miss Megan would be able to comment about, because you do read 180 now, which is kind of like accelerated reading. Do you think it helps reluctant readers, or do you think it helps? Or Hey, <laughs> should we question. should we should we explain what accelerated reading is? Because I don't know if that is this a something that happens everywhere. Is this like a California thing? Um, I think it's available everywhere. I think its popularity has definitely dwindled since it started. All I know is that parents and students still come into the library, the public library, and are like, I need reading level 5.1 like that's that's great we don't do that here (laughs) so then I have to figure out what the heck they read and it's just like if you need that you you need to go to your school library yeah or at least come in with an author that you can yeah yeah so essentially what accelerated reader or AR is um is so they make all these quizzes Four books and they give each book a point value based on how long it is and also what the reading level is um, and the reading level is based on the vocabulary that's inside the book so sometimes the reading level of a book can be a little misleading like for example the outsiders I think has a fifth grade reading level but you wouldn't necessarily want your fifth grader 
reading The Outsiders um, because it has, you know, a lot of violence and some drug usage that you wouldn't really want your fifth grader to read about. Um, Not across the board. Maybe some fifth graders are ready for that. But essentially what the kids get to do is pick the books that they want to read within their reading level. And they take a quiz at the end. And based on how many questions they get correct on that quiz, they get a certain number of points. And different schools have different systems um, with how many points their goals are. Like some schools do it individually based on the student. For some students, it is extremely motivating. Um, so it is. Or re- there's students like me that it's like. Mm-hmm. That's what I was gonna say. Exactly. The, the the end at the end of the day, there is no independent reading program that can be done that really will hit the needs of every single student mm-hmm. unless multiple choices are offered, and even then, it's hard to it. It's just. There's nothing perfect yeah, there's about There's no one writing. size fits yeah. all for anything. Yeah, so. but if you think about it, it seems like those one those readers that are already really self-motivated and driven are going to be anyway. And if it's going to discourage or alienate, alienate or put undue pressure on those students that it doesn't it motivate. It should be looked at. It should be looked at. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, or maybe made optional even. Or well, yeah, there's there's mm-hmm. no perfect way to make kids read. Um, because there's so many things that affect their reading, mm-hmm. their abilities, and so forth. But I really am very happy every time I see that California first five years, that commercial, you know. Mm-hmm. Talk to your baby, count with your baby, look at your baby, read with your baby, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because all of that starts, it starts in, it starts at birth. It's so formative, to, yeah. Yeah, whether you're going to go to school ready or not. Yeah. Makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Julia, did you have anything else you wanted to? Oh, I have to talk say about? one more thing, Joel. Do you remember <laughs> the last two books I read to you? <laughs> <laughs> That's a no. No. <laughs> I see. You, no. you mentioned it before. It would have been your modern world history book and your U.S. history book. There you go. <laughs> it's a good thing I liked history. You I did. had to take the tests, though. Yes, you, no, you went prepared for the test. You did. Yeah, you did that with me too. For I remember having to study vividly, having to remember studying for a test on the circulatory system, which <laughs> I did not get. And you sat with me for hours the night before just going over the, the unit over and over again, creating like mnemonic devices, ha- quizzing me, you know. I, I went into that test and was disappointed that it wasn't harder. Like this was too easy. <laughs> so that, I really remember that. Yeah. Mom uh, homeschooled me for the sixth grade and I, you had me read A Wrinkle in Time. Do you have any, do you remember why you chose that book for me to read? Well, because you were taking the AR test at, at your old elementary school, so it had to be one that was, and the teacher, the teacher that was in charge, she recommended that one. I think okay. she recommended that one in a phantom toll booth, mm-hmm. and, um, and you you didn't like those books, but you did fine on the test because again it was a vocabulary test. Mm-hmm. But the one that you read, which was more like an eighth grade book, because we had it here, was Watership Down. Oh, I loved that book. I and I watched, book too. but Megan, I watched you take that test, and it was two vocabulary words that 
were the two you got wrong. You did not know what those two words meant, so mm -hmm. you did not choose the right answer. So, yeah, that's why there's no perfect way to, yeah. to get kids yeah. all on the same level because they're all different. I, I think you had me read Watership down but didn't expect anything of me other than taking the AR quiz. But I feel like you had me, or you intended to have me write something for A Wrinkle in Time because for some reason that's the book that I remember you having, like you assigning me to read. And I hated that book so much <laughs> <laughs> that year. And then I read it multiple times as an adult and I've liked it more and more each time. But that's another one that kind of I was saying like, the reading level of a book can be misleading mm -hmm. because there are so many abstract concepts in that book that I did not have any way to grasp in my sixth grade brain. And I was reading it on my own because we only had the one copy and or you didn't want to read it with me or I didn't want you to read it with me. I, don't know. I very well might not have gotten those concepts either. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I didn't read that book till I was well into my adulthood either mm -hmm. and I remember thinking like, elementary school kids read this yeah well, that lady High recommended level. it the teacher that yeah. did your homeschooling yeah and like if it were I could see it as a full class novel because you have the teacher to kind of break stuff down mm -hmm. but reading it yeah. independently was I wasn't prepared for it and I was upset that I wasn't understanding concepts in it so you um, understood the what some kids go through with when they're reading things that they don't get mm -hmm. so that was a that was a learning experience yeah yeah <laughs> did you like the movie when it finally came out um have you seen it yeah i've seen it i i don't remember disliking it but i i think i liked the casting in it more than anything else i don't know if i i feel like they changed a few things i think they did too but i can't remember what so i'd have to read the book again have you read that whole series? I haven't read the whole series, but I have read several of the other ones. I think there's four. Yeah, I think I've read four total, including Wrinkle in Time. Maybe I have read all of them then, I'm not sure. I think I've read the first two and a half. I don't think I finished the third one. I've only read the first one. Yeah. I haven't read any of them. <laughs> we have them True upstairs. We have True them upstairs. Form. We can start reading later. <laughs> so I remember a story, and I'm going to ask the question and see if, if other people are remembering the same thing. I remember a story surrounding a particular book and a particular fight between two particular sisters that resulted in the book disappearing. <laughs> is, is everyone remembering this? No. So, I am, is it Babysitter's Club? Yes. So I, I, Babysitter's Club would be the series that I think really, really got, solidified me into being a voracious reader. It could have done the same for me. Somebody didn't want to share them. I was reading it. <laughs> All of it. <laughs> you wouldn't let me have any of the others you weren't reading. <laughs> that sounds like me, and I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but I remember having, I don't remember what the fight was about, but I remember drawing a bath we've talked before this is an overshare but all of us like to read in the bath all of us ladies like to read in the bath not me well all of us like to take baths some of us like to read in the bath <laughs> and i was ready to 
dive into my babysitter's club book. I had set it up on the ledge, which in our house is like up behind us. So I, w- I wouldn't have been able to see a little someone creeping up behind and taking the book. But when I reached up for the book, it was gone. And somehow, Dad, you figured out where it was. Do you want to talk? Yeah, us did through? you see me put it there? <laughs> you don't. Okay, so you maybe you will after after I describe this. So I, I realize what what had happened. I get out of the tub and I'm you know very pretty upset. Angry. I'm pretty angry that my book is gone and. Um, that wouldn't be the day, Joel. You slammed your head in the bathroom door. No. That was a different day. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do that on purpose. That was a different day. Um, that was self-defense. <laughs> I was coming for you. Um, but yeah, I I remember being very, um, just very, feeling very violated that my property had been taken. And I knew it was you. And you would not cop to it. You would... you. Stone face. Nope. I don't know what you're talking about. Why would I, didn't, I get why myself would I, in trouble? I didn't take it. And I went to mom and dad and was like, this is what happened. The book's gone. Julia took it. She was mad at me. And somehow dad figured out where she had hidden it. It was pretty good. It was a really good hiding place. She she put it inside a cabinet and put it into the, where, the, where a VHS would go in an old VHS player, like where the tape would go. And just hit it (laughs) inside the old VHS player that was not in use. (laughs) Also known as a VCR. Yes, also known as a VCR. Um, Do you remember that now? Still no? Okay. (laughs) I'm still mad about it and still impressed by by both the the hiding ability and the finding ability. Okay, I'm sorry, I don't remember. That's okay. But as soon as it was found, I remember getting in trouble. I don't think you did. I think everyone That's was laughing funny. too hard about it. <laughs> but as soon as it was found, you kind of couldn't, you could no longer. I didn't do <laughs> it. Deny it. Yeah. Megan did it. <laughs> she was too little. to. She wouldn't have been able to reach, I don't think. She definitely but, would have given herself up. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe dad did it. That's why he found it so quickly. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> and that's why you no longer recall. I don't remember. <laughs> Plead the fifth. Sorry. No, you're good. I think only you and I remember that. Yeah, it was it was very it was a very heated heated day for the two of us. That Mm -hmm. would be stronger in our memories, but I don't remember such things. Yeah, sure. (laughs) (laughs) All right, mom and dad, did you have anything else you wanted to share? Can't think of anything. No, just we're proud of you guys. Yeah. Keep on reading. Read. (laughs) Share and repeat. Nice. Katie, Julia, anything else? Just to thank you for all of your support and encouragement, and um, buying us all the books, buying us all the books, and and helping us to become the readers that we are, and for making Easter Mm. a book holiday. Yeah. What made you decide that? Not that Santa didn't ever bring us books, but the Easter Bunny definitely did. Well, we had to put something out besides candy for the <laughs> Easter Bunny. So you all love books. So that was perfect. Perfect, mm-hmm. yeah. And I do have to remember that wonderful little uh, used bookstore that was nearby. That's no longer there. Yeah, the one that used to be by Burger King, yeah, which is also no yeah, longer there. Yeah, we got a lot of books there. Mm-hmm. 
You guys didn't even want your Burger King. You wanted to go oh, to the bookstore. No. <laughs> mm-hmm. Burger King was a formality to go to the bookstore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right. Um, well, I think that brings a close to this conversation, but there are a couple things we want to tell our listeners for next month. Julie, you want to take that? So, yeah. So next month we are going to have another special guest, our friendly neighborhood comic book expert Natasha Curtis of Zeppelin Comics is going to join us for a fun conversation about all things comic books. It's also going to be in celebration of Free Comic Book Day, which is normally the first Saturday in May, but because of the craziness of the last couple years, is going to be held on August 14th this year. And we wanted to mention this so that you could celebrate it at your local comic book store um, because our episode will air after free comic book day thanks joel all right that brings us to a close today so just remember to read share and repeat bye bye thanks mom and dad thanks mom and dad that brings us to a close on this chapter of sibling library thank you for listening until next time let's read share and repeat <laughs>